Teachers of Reddit, they say there are no stupid questions, but what's the most stupid question a student has ever asked you? Not a question, but more a statement that prompted a whole discussion when I was student teaching. To set the stage, I'd like to point out that I'm white and my leading teacher was African American, and the classroom was about 60% African American, 30% Latino, and the remaining 10% a mixture of Asian and white. This was also my advanced class and we were discussing the apartheid in Africa. Me. So the black Africans and white Africans, and I immediately get interrupted. A student raises their hand. Uh, Miss Ducky, you can't say that. Me. Say what? Student. Black. It's African American. Me. Trying my hardest not to die a little inside. No, that is actually not the correct phrase. Can anyone tell me why African American is not the correct term for this situation? I'm met with silence. Me. Okay, guys, look at it this way. Are we talking about Americans? No, we're not. We're talking about a racial issue in Africa with no relation to America at all. The definition of African-American is a person of African descent living in America. So if the people we're talking about are not American, they can't be African-American, can they? So to talk about the racial issue, the labels are used as black Africans and white Africans, as outlined by our textbook. Student. No, you can't say that. They're African American. At this point, my lead teacher is face palming. She's in total disbelief. And as much as she loved to watch me struggle, she stepped in and tried to explain it as well. 20 minutes go by of the two of us really trying our best. The bell ends up ringing, the kids still couldn't figure out, and I think we both nearly cried. Grade 5 Sex Ed. I had a rule that any question can be asked, but I might ask you to ask your parents instead of me. I heard a story about a man who put his stuff into muffins and then fed it to grade one kids. Well, that's pretty disgusting, and I would think that person would go to jail for doing that. Wouldn't the girls get pregnant from eating it? And before I could say anything, another student blurted out, No, they wouldn't get pregnant. They haven't gone through puberty yet. I'm thankful for days when kids remind me that they're still kids. I actually had a student ask me, what are those pyramid-shaped things in Egypt called? I've never seen a class laugh that hard before. I once projected a picture of the Earth onto the front whiteboard. A student asked, how do astronauts stand on a planet like that? This was an 8th grade student being totally serious. 9th grade ELA, a few chapters into Of Mice and Men. What kind of work does George do on the farm? I'm not sure. Probably the same work that everyone else is doing. Oh, it must be hard for him to help out since he's a mouse. At the college midterm, I had a guy come up to me that I've never seen in class. He proceeded to ask me what his grade is. I checked the sheet and he never turned in a single piece of homework, no quizzes, and never attended a test. What did you think you'd have? You got a solid F. After a lengthy explanation of the effects of volcanic eruptions on human communities, I had a grade 6 student ask me why on earth people even make volcanic eruptions. While I was student teaching, I had a student ask where Texas was on the map I was projecting on the screen. The map was of China. I'm a private writing instructor. A couple of years ago, I had a student ask me if commas were real or imaginary. He was equally dubious about semicolons, which he referred to as imitation periods. He was 26 and very serious. 
In seventh grade science during sex ed, they were talking about oral sex. A Mormon girl in class said, wait, you can get an STD just from talking about sex? I wouldn't call the question stupid, just no exposure at all to the topic beforehand. I was asked by a crying student once if there was a second moon. We were outside for recess, and as happens sometimes, the moon was visible. I said no. Why? And she pointed to the moon and asked, but aren't the sun and moon the same thing? Fourth grade student, not special needs or anything. She was crying because the other kids were making fun of her for thinking the sun and the moon were the same thing. After I explained to her that the sun did not turn into the moon at night and then back into the sun in the morning, I did an impromptu science lesson that afternoon with the whole class. This came up all the time when I was teaching kids how to do their taxes. I must have had this conversation a dozen times. Sir, I don't know what to do with this part. What does the instruction say on the line? Add box 23 and 24 and write the answer here. So add box 23 and 24. I, to this day, have no idea how you teach someone to follow very explicit instructions. As part of teaching U.S. government, I ran a zombie apocalypse scenario where the students had to respond to an ongoing crisis in real time, using the actual powers of the government as different parts of the government. It was my favorite activity all semester, and I went all in, including a large map of the U.S. that would be updated every day that passed. As part of this activity, I prepared a handout of a fake news story about the zombie apocalypse beginning in our hometown. It had pictures of zombies shambling around and was written all newspaper style. One day after handing these out, an 18-year-old student raised their hand and said, Mr. Poster, did this really happen? I had a pupil ask me if the sun they saw in America was the same as the sun we saw here in Scotland, and why was their sun so much warmer? In health class, while going over reproduction, there was a student who raised her hand and asked if you were sterile, could you pass it on to your children? The whole class giggled, and she, confused, said she was serious. She wanted to know if you're sterile, could you pass it on to your kids? I said to her, okay, let's think about this. What does it mean to be sterile? She started answering, it means you can't have kids. Oh. Followed by another round of laughter from the rest of the class. For sex ed class, we had a box where students could submit questions anonymously. One day, one of the questions asked, My dad's bits are circumcised, but not mine. Does this mean he isn't my dad? Yeah, they believed circumcision was hereditary. I used to do volunteer teaching at an after-school program for 14-year-olds. We were doing a project that involved balloons. One boy had blown his balloon but couldn't get it tied. I tied it and gave it back to him. He immediately tossed it up. As it sank to the floor, his face fell. Obviously disappointed, he asked, Aw, so they're not helium? Warm spring day, no AC. Fan blowing in the front of the room. Hand goes up. Can you make the fan ovulate? No. No, I cannot. My wife is a teacher, but this is my favorite story of hers. They were discussing how Native Americans relied on hunting buffalo and used all parts of it for food, clothing, shelter, etc. In reference to how they used the buffalo for shelter, one student asked, So, do they stack the buffalo on top of each other? This one kid in my 10th grade biology class takes the cake for me. We were going over chromosomes, talking about the effects of an extra chromosome, Down syndrome. And this kid looks confused as hell, gears turning like mad in his head. Finally, he raises his hand. With the extra chromosome, shouldn't they be like superheroes? 
Most of the idiotic questions I get are linked to history, even though I'm an English teacher. They have no idea about different time periods or a sense of centuries. So I would get questions like, why didn't Dickens just get on a plane? Was the internet not around then? Then being the 1700s. Were the Victorians around when dinosaurs were? And these are 14 to 16 year olds. It gets even harder for them when thinking about the few decades prior to their existence, i.e. the 50s through 90s. I wonder if we're all like that a little when we're so young. I was a teacher's assistant for a geography class. I had been the teacher's assistant for this class for three semesters, and the professor had decided to retire. New professor comes in and tries to make this class as not boring that it could possibly be. In her defense, she did teach the class with enthusiasm. Anyway, the second project for the class was a short presentation about different resources of the world, renewable energy, non-renewable, etc. I tell 90 plus students and email every single one of them to email me their presentation when they're done and I'll put them on a list for the order of presentations. I get a good 60 to 75 presentations. The week of presentations, I sent out an email with the list and get a good 10 or so emails back asking why they weren't on the list. I calmly explain to them the aforementioned instructions and send out a new list. On the first day, five more students ask me the same question. A bit irritated, I explain to them as well and announce it to the class once more. The list gets very long, and the students' lack of preparation continues. Presentations get extended to two or more weeks, and in those two weeks, the stragglers email me. At this point, I've lost my hope in humanity, and I just get more and more irritated. I had done everything to ensure that every one of those students knew what to do for presentations, even if they were out sick. They still had an email that they needed to check in case an announcement was made. It stuck with me for the rest of the semester, and I found out from my professor that some students complained about me as being the worst and rudest TA they ever had. This one is one of my favorites. I had one of my choir students sitting there studying her hands for about 10 minutes. She wasn't really singing, just quizzically looking at both sides of her hands. So I finally asked what was so interesting about her hands. Her response, well, I was wondering, are gloves like underwear for your hands? No, no, they're not. Later that year, she was also surprised to learn that helicopters were started inside the cabin of the helicopter and not by a gigantic ripcord pulled by a bunch of people. Let me give you a bit of context first. I teach social science in Sweden, ages 16 to 18, and this particular question came from an 18-year-old. We had been working on a theme about crime, punishment, and legislation, and we had devoted a couple of hours on the issue of file sharing, whether it should be legal or illegal, the morality of it, etc. So, on the test, I included a question about file sharing, both because I knew we had covered it in class and because I knew that every single one of them was guilty of file sharing. As I always do when handing out a text or quiz, I ask my students to read all questions before starting to answer them. As they started reading the questions, one of them looks up at me and asks, Mr. Poster, what is file sharing? There was a moment of complete and utter silence in the classroom, and then his classmates opened up on him. And my God, they were savage. The thing is, he just experienced a temporary brain freeze. Test nerves, probably. And I could see in his eyes right after he asked the question that it dawned on him. To his credit, he took it like a champ. Just sat there and nodded as he got roasted so bad that not even the best burn ward would have taken him in as salvageable. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 10th grade honors chemistry. Topic is states of matter. What would liquid ice be called? We're still not sure if he was making a joke about the short-lived icebreaker mints, liquid ice, because everyone was laughing too hard. Elementary student after leaving their backpack on the bus. Someone should invent some sort of device that attaches a backpack to a person's body so they don't lose it. I'm a casual lecturer and have a young family, so only work the hours I'm paid. Quite often, I'll get a student not show for the entire semester, then in the last week appear and ask why I can't teach them out of hours. There have been tears and complaints when I basically said that if they'd shown up to class, they'd know what they were doing, and I have better things to do with my life than support lazy students. If you drink too much Gatorade and fill up to here, points at throat, do you drown? You know there's stuff in your body and you're not just a hollow tank, right? Here's my personal favorite. We were watching documentaries in black and white. I think about the Great Depression. A kid raises his hand and I call on him. He says, never mind, it's a stupid question. I say, there are no stupid questions. Go ahead. He proceeds with, did they have color back then? Like, in real life? I was dumbfounded and could not keep a straight face. Turns out there are stupid questions. Whenever I have a professor that tells us to ask anything because there are no stupid questions, I immediately raise my hand and ask, why do meteorites always land in craters? My cousin is a teacher, and one day he had to teach a sex ed unit to the class. You know, the ones where everyone splits off into boy and girl groups so that they can put any question in a hat and have it answered anonymously. He's a guy, so he was answering the questions for the boys. So he got some questions that were clearly looking for stupid answers and threw them out. As usual, certain jokers were trying to get a rise out of him. Then he got a question that asked, Why do you have to have an erection to have sex with a girl? This one he couldn't avoid. He didn't know if it was serious or not, so he decided he would have to answer it. He said, You know how you have the plastic tip on the end of your shoelaces to get it in the hole? It's kind of like that. This may be the greatest metaphor I ever personally heard of. We're getting ready for a field trip in a class of about 20. I make the announcement, we're leaving in about 10 minutes, go to the bathroom and fill up your water bottles. Everyone's getting ready and standing around, and one of my students comes to me in a panic. Excuse me, excuse me, have we left yet? We all look around at everyone standing by the door or by their desks. No, no, I don't think we've left yet. Good grief. I was only student teaching at the time. It was a high school biology class on human reproduction unit. We're talking about sperm. My mentor teacher asks, so what is the purpose of glucose in human sperm? A student replied in a genuine manner, so that it tastes sweet? Not really a question, but an answer to a question. I was teaching a world history course to 10th graders and asked the question, what does AD mean? A couple kids took a shot, but were wrong. And a girl who fit the absolute textbook description of a stereotypical cheerleader raised her hand and answered as confidently as someone would answer that the sky is blue or grass is green with, after dinosaurs. 
I'm a teacher in an urban district with a high immigrant population. I've been asked why people don't fall off the bottom of the earth, if anyone lives on Mars, if Jewish people really are aliens, etc. Neither the questions nor the students were truly stupid. Many students had simply been raised in areas with little or no formal education, or by parents who themselves were incredibly negligent, superstitious, and or uninformed. I teach history and religion. As I was driving with one of my students, I passed a church that I briefly attended my freshman year of college. Pointing it out, I mentioned that they were a fundamentalist Protestant church, and I asked her if she knew the history of that church. And I kid you not, her literal and immediate response was, yeah, aren't they the ones who followed Martin Luther King Jr. when he broke off from the Anglican church but kept everything almost exactly the same? Yeah, she somehow blended three separate religious reformations from three very different periods of time, confused which churches were a part of those reformations, and somehow threw the American Civil rights movement in there. It was pretty bad. We were discussing the plight of African Americans during Reconstruction. If black people had such a bad time in America, why did they immigrate here? I immediately saw the black kid behind her sit up and silently mouth, what the F? Sadly, this was in a high school honors course. I will say in the girl's defense, she immediately knew how idiotic that question was and turned bright red. Cringeworthy moment for all. I'm a teacher, and there really are no stupid questions from students, and if you read the responses, you'll see that they're mostly just questions from genuinely curious kids who have big gaps in their knowledge or understanding, which is not their fault, but the fault of previous teachers, their parents, or something they've read or heard about only in passing and misunderstood. The only questions that frustrate me are the ones that are willfully ignorant or are asked as a joke and derail good discussions, or by a student that ignored my long and detailed instructions asking me the exact question I just spent minutes answering. But when you're dealing with 12 to 14 year olds, it comes with the territory, and it's all entirely forgivable. And I'm a teacher to help them learn how to be thoughtful humans. My parents used to teach identical 6th grade science curriculum at two different schools and grade papers at home together. They would read the dumbest answers aloud, one-upping each other until they had a winner. The only answer I remember clearly was to the question, what is the smallest thing in the universe? One kid answered, about the size of two potatoes. I teach second grade in Massachusetts, but I'm originally from Texas, so I had someone from home be pen pals with my class. My kids were writing letters to their pen pals. They're supposed to tell them something about themselves and then ask them some questions. Um, Miss Poster, do they speak English in Texas? Do I speak English? Yes. Am I from Texas? Yes. So what do you think the answer to your question might be? Maybe? So we spent the day talking about the Japanese attack and America's entrance into World War II. Student number one, wait, is Pearl Harbor still alive? Raucous laughter until student number two, of course she's dead. I was teaching a history class that was learning about the invasion of the Huns and the fall of Rome. During silent reading, a student raised their hand and called me over. He asked me, were these like half horse people? I was really confused and asked why he thought that. It says here they were skilled horsemen. I told him that just meant they were good at riding horses, not that they were centaurs. I teach fourth grade, and a student did some great work, and I made an offhanded comment about how I love my job. Another student asked, what's your job? I teach preschool, so I could go on and on about dumb things. 
But my favorite is this story. During group time one day, I couldn't help but notice one of my kids had a very strong poop odor. I pulled him aside and asked if he had had an accident. He proudly said no and that he made it just in time. I suggested he go wipe again and double check. About five minutes later, he comes to me with his hands covered in poop. He said I didn't tell him what to wipe with, so he just used his hands. I was holding study hall for 11th and 12th graders. From the back of the room, a few students began arguing back and forth. When I asked what was going on, one of the girls looked me straight in the eye and asked, Is it true that you can still get pregnant from anal sex? I ultimately was forced to get an anatomy book and hold a mini health class. I had a kid in 7th grade ask me how people decide which day is their birthday. When I explained to him that your birthday is the day you were born and you don't get to choose it, he couldn't believe it and acted as if I told him he just won a million candy bars. I think the dumbest question I've heard went along the lines of, isn't it a fact that conservatives just want to conserve money and liberals just want to liberate people in need? This kid's a senior in college and has been a part of two major elections. Like, come on, man. How do you not know the difference? chemistry teacher here. I'm regularly asked, can I drink this miss? When students work with chemicals, the solution is bright blue with a hazard label on it. What do you think? When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.